please enter room 2008. Room 2008 is officially live, and unfortunately, we are at the end of our Halloween series. I know Lance, right? Sure. Lance has been dying to get done with this. I love Halloween. He but, hates but, Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I love Halloween. Hates it. He's been, he's done nothing but this, this whole month but complain about how he doesn't want to do Halloween stuff because <laughs> he hates it and he. I'm ready to get to the real, the real stuff after. Yeah, he said uh, some kids came to his house earlier for trick or treat and he uh, cussed them out and told them to go away. Yeah, I was pretty so, upset. Yeah, so Lance is still trying to get his uh, audio configuration going over here. I'll never actually have it down. Let me get this setting out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's all right. We only got a few people watching already. How you been doing, Drew? You know, going through some stuff, but yeah, that's what happens, you know. Yep. That's why yep. Uh, so I got the old got the old sponsor in the the last time we can use the the goblet. So until next year, didn't even. Uh, I don't have mine with me. That's why you hate <laughs> Halloween. See, Just running around with the kids. Doing the Halloween stuff, and I, I forgot the goblet. Bought special goblets for this month, and Lance used it once. He had to uh, put it in the stroller, you know. Mm-hmm. Drink the whiskey around the block, meet the neighbors, <laughs> yep. left it downstairs. Yep, throw up on their porch. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking it. I'm drinking it straight right now. What are you drinking? You know that uh, that one that has like a, a bird hunting dog on the front. Oh yeah, what flavor? Same the one that has the grape. Black, the black grape, cherry, the cherry, yeah, black cherry, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm gonna, um, I'm just drinking it straight right now, and then after this, I got a, a bottle of cigar. It's like the perfect Halloween night out here tonight, man. I, I don't know how it was there, but it's, um, it's like in the mid 60s right now, mid to high 60s. Uh, it's like really foggy out, and uh, like the moon, it's a half moon. And the, the, it's like partly cloudy, so the clouds are kind of covering it up, spooky like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a perfect Halloween night. It's breezy, not too cold. Mm-hmm. Feels really good. Yeah. If so, only it was a full moon. I wish it was a full moon. It's only yeah, a half but moon. like you were saying about Halloween, I love Halloween, but uh, I'm really anxious to get into the topics that we've been talking about uh, mm-hmm. coming down the rope here. Yeah, we're going to get into some more current events next week um, because today's Monday. We usually don't do these on Monday, but uh, just scheduling issues happened the past few days. So we're probably going to do a new episode later this week, maybe towards the weekend, and we're, we're going to get into some current events and, uh, you know, some some totally different topics and stuff. So, mm-hmm. And um, it's just going to be me and Lance again tonight. Peter uh, is a little busy again. So, Trick or treating. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's his big night. <laughs> We forgot it's his big night. This is a uh, once a year. <laughs> he's going out trying to get some kids, and uh, you know, uh, he gets to go out and trick or treat, put on the mask, get some candy. He doesn't like yep. that. I know. Yep. 
Gets kids to his uh, you know, get some kids in his van. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a really like he's got one of those Sprint vans, really big ones. <laughs> I don't know why it's just him, but it's got free candy spray painted on the side of it. Speaking of that, um, just you know, bizarre craziness. Uh, tonight's episode, serial killers. I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I've I've learned a lot of new names. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty some people. It's kind of a hot topic right now because uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing just came on Netflix, and now all of a sudden everybody's a expert on that, you know, because it came out on Netflix. So um, we're going to go over some of the ones that uh, a lot of people may not have heard of. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was okay. Like when it first came out, everybody was like, I can't remember the actor's name. Um, the guy who plays him, everybody was like, Oh my god, he he did such an amazing role, and it's like he came off more like Napoleon Dynamite most of the time to me. That's probably like spot on, you know. No, I mean, these guys you, are creeps. Yeah, no. If if you watch Dahmer's interviews that he did, like he's very monotone, you know, um, no emotion. But there there were points in the in the Netflix show where he came off more like Napoleon Dynamite, and it's like just I mean, that uh, kind of like uh. yeah, yeah, like geez, mom, or you know, yeah. geez, grandma. Just I don't know, just just what he did. But I mean, like it was all right. It wasn't the you know, people are on there acting like it's the best thing, you know, that's ever been put on TV. And it was like, it's okay. It was okay. It wasn't like, I'm not going to rush out and tell everybody to watch it. I mean, it was. Just... Yeah. I was, I was talking to somebody about it and they were telling me like descriptions and what he did and what was yeah. going on. And I was like, I don't know if it's a show for me. I, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> more, it's, yeah. It's more interesting to like, just watch Dahmer's interviews where he himself talks about what, cause he was very about, he was very open to what he did, you know, mm-hmm. like, he did a few different interviews with 60 minutes and, you know, Oprah and, you know, other major journalists and, and, uh, he's very open. And I mean, it's a lot of people are desensitized to that shit. So, you know, but so I, I would, they had him I, on. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He did several like high profile interviews. Explain, like, explain so, what he did, why he did it, you know, his, his inner workings and everything. Let's talk about that since we're not going to spend the whole episode on him. Um, so he obviously did what he did and he went around. So they kind of made him a celebrity out of it. Like put him on. Yeah. Cause my whole thought is, you know, with these guys, like going on a talk show is bizarre. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a talk show. It was like, I mean, they, she they, went to the jail. Yeah, They went to the jail. Yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't like he was on a panel, like, you know, like on Jerry right. Springer, you know, it was just uh, still just kind of bizarre that that would yeah, be. Yeah, but you, you know, but when it happened, like it was, it was the most uh, like nothing had ever been seen like that. You know, you know, unassuming apartment. You know, they found skulls in the fridge, body parts. You know, in acid. You know, in a in a barrel that he had stuff like that. It was just it was just a media circus, and you know, it, it just blew up. You know, so of course they're going to try and. Uh, not necessarily glorify it, but you know, just overexpose people to it, and and uh, the whole nine yards. Yeah, well, so. that's just it's. I don't know. So a lot of these, you know, I was doing a little bit of research, and a lot of them you could tell were doing it for the fame and glory. Yeah, and then some are just fucked up. Yeah, or all of them are fucked up. But you know, like yeah. some of them, uh, like the Zodiac Killer, for one. You know, uh, I forget what I was reading. I'll bring it up when we when we talk about them, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like 
um, I feel like he was just doing it for the fame and glory, even though nobody caught him. It wasn't really gruesome as much yeah. as it was just, um, you know, like there's some gruesome serial killers out there. Right. I believe Mark's, uh, the Zodiac killer for one was not so gruesome, but, uh, what really threw me off was like Jack the Ripper. Yeah. I've always heard about him and, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to steal your show if you're going to talk about him. I just have, like, no, I wasn't, I was just going to quickly say, you know, he killed about like five people. Mm-hmm. Um, back in uh, I forget what year it was, but but one of them, you know, uh, he was known for, um, he was targeting. Was that you or me? That was me. That was my throat. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just <laughs> we're getting used to that. Uh, he would he would target female prostitutes, right? That mm-hmm. knew, that live like near the slums. It was an easy target, but he didn't just like kill them and then move on and kill them and move on, and that way, like people would. He, you know, get that the talking around town. He literally would like mutilate them. Yeah, you know, uh, he would he would slash their faces and yeah. beyond recognition, and and uh, he would take out their intestines and cut off their breasts and uh, steal their heart. And it's just like, good lord, I know, you know. And so Jack the Ripper is as far back as it goes. I think it's like the eighteen, yeah, yeah, yeah his way back in the day. Whitechapel murderer. Um, he was one of the, I guess that's why he became so famous because yeah. it was so gruesome. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like a serial killer, just killing people at random and the Zodiac killer. Um, I just want to say, cause I don't want to be wrong. Yeah. He was never caught. He killed about five to 37 people, but he was going uh, around. He, he killed five to 37 people. That's a pretty yeah. big range. <laughs> right. It means a lot of people died. They're like, maybe it was him. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, so he would send messages. That's right. Yes, yeah. So he would send messages out, and he would have you know people have to decipher the messages and stuff. He was playing a game, mm-hmm. right? It was more about the game than it was the the gruesomeness behind the the killing. So yeah. I think you have like two different type of serial killers: one that's for the fun, and one that's for the just their yeah. minds are just crazy yeah and see like if you if you listen to jeffrey dahmer's interviews he he uh he knew what he was doing and he was eventually like he couldn't he couldn't take the insanity route you know he couldn't plead insanity because he knew what he was doing but at the same time he was like he knew what he was doing was wrong which which makes you know i think makes his a unique case you know, well, they all knew, right? They all knew that they were doing something wrong. I don't know. I mean, I've, you know, a lot of these people like John Wayne Gacy and Ed Gein and stuff like that. I don't think they ever got the chance to do interviews like that. You know, those just high profile, literal primetime interviews. So I don't know if you ever got the full, you know, thought process and, and stuff like that as to why they did what they did, you know? Yeah. Pogo the Clown. That's is a, that what, is that what that, he's called? Uh, yeah, that's gonna be um, uh, John Wayne Gracie. Gacy. You should you should yeah, pull that picture up for the viewers. That's a for anybody yes. that's scared of clowns. That yeah. is it. Yeah, and he doesn't um, look as creepy as as a lot of them, but 
<laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and start some off here. I'm gonna pull. Uh, I'm just gonna go. We're not we're not gonna go into like the big super. We're gonna keep this episode kind of short, probably hour, hour and a half or so, if that. Um, just kind of go over some surface level uh, information about these people. Just try and introduce. Um, you know, because like I said, the the whole Dahmer thing is so hot right now. Just gonna try and introduce some people to some ones you may or may not have heard of uh, to do further research on. And you know, if you're, I, I know for some reason this this serial killers and true crime and stuff like that people are obsessed with it which is another problem i know exactly so yeah john wayne gacy was american serial killer rapist he murdered at least 33 teenage boys and young mm-hmm. men between 72 uh he was a clown performer at children's parties uh, he was one of the ones i wanted to talk about for sure tonight because that's just you know people have a phobia of clowns i don't yeah. but i could see why they do Let's. I mean, let's let's go ahead and go into them because. Uh, oh shit! Just imagine that, you know. Mm-hmm. Surprising, nobody was him for Halloween this year. <laughs> I've got. What what were uh, what were you for Halloween? This <laughs> oh year? man, I was uh, Mr. Robotnik. I wasn't anything really. I bought the costume, didn't wear it because. That's about right. I don't know why I was thinking I would wear a costume around with my five year old son. He's running through yards to get candy i'm not gonna do that so um so yeah i was mr robotnik i was gonna wear the costume tonight but this i um i wonder if i have it uh i was uh that vampire mask i wore the other day on the vampire episode we did right i wore that and i bought a i bought a cheap shirt and um rolled it around in the dirt and you know i got some fake blood and splattered it everywhere actually let me show you real quick before we get into this let me find Drew Nell on this list of uh, serial killers here. Took a dirty shirt, put it in the mud, threw blood on it. Like, who's blood, man? Uh, let's not get into that right now. Okay. I, pl- I played the fifth. You'll, uh, I'll, I'll be on our next serial killer episode if I tell you. <laughs> so, hold on. Here we go. He reminds me of Cam from The Modern Family. Who's I at? He killed 33 to 34 people, and his final result was a lethal injection. See, I wore this, I wore this blood-ridden shirt with, uh, with my vampire mask. Just sprayed some fake blood all over it, like down the, down the chest, like, you know, like if blood. Uh, oh, yeah. Looks pretty good, I think. Would you go walk around? No, we had a thing in the neighborhood on Saturday. And then, like, as soon as I got there, this little three-year-old started crying, so I had to take the mask off. Oh, come on. I know. And then she left, and then I put it back on. And then um, tonight, I just tore, uh, I wore it, and then, you know, when uh, we would get knocks on the door or whatever, I would I would have it on. Did you have a lot of trick-or-treaters? Uh, we had about six or seven. So what was your Halloween childhood like? What, what was the – what did you do on Halloweens? Oh, uh, I was always trick-or-treated. Yeah. Yep. You have um, like a um uh what's it called, you know, like a, a tradition, you know, other than just trick or treating the y'all I thought I remember. Um remember a favorite I, costume? Uh, I remember one costume I had, it was like a faceless mask. I think I was like eight or nine years old. It was like a faceless mask. Um I could see in or I could see out, but people couldn't see in. That was probably one of my favorite masks. I wonder whatever happened to it. it had like a distinct smell. Oh God! And, uh, Bad breath. 
<laughs> and then I, uh, I went as like a Scream character once when I was little. The Scream mask. It's original. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't really remember. I don't remember what I was when I was younger. Like super. Like when I was like four or five, six years old, I don't remember. I remember that when I was like nine and ten. Do you uh, do you have like a? I'll just tell you my my favorite memory of Halloween was on fucking Bourbon candy Street. Corn? Uh, candy corn <laughs> candies. <laughs> yeah, my mama used to feed me candy corns. I got three pieces for Halloween. <laughs> uh, I just had to stay in my room all night. Um, no, going to New Orleans on Halloween was oh, yeah. Because uh, uh, I went, I went down there a couple times, and y'all were down there, but I don't, th- I don't remember being dressed up. Uh, Halloween, yeah, in New Orleans, yeah, I might have only been once on Halloween night. Because uh, I, rem- I, rem- I remember going down there with y'all on Halloween. Yeah, you'd have, you would have, you kind of, you can. <laughs> you would have people on stilts in these demon costumes, and they'd be ten feet tall. With oh, yeah. these arms just stretching out, just doing all kinds of like walking, mm-hmm. you know, and looking at you. And, uh, and I mean, uh, it, they really threw down. It was awesome. And, Bur- and Bourbon Street's fucking crazy any other night. So imagine how it is on Halloween. Yeah, it's just you know a little bit creepier. Yeah, and then uh, we, me and you were Lu- uh, Luigi and Mario on Beale Street. That's right. That was a good time. Years ago. Yep. Got my money back for that. Uh, <laughs> you went to Walmart. They were fighting you. Yeah. Well, uh, sir, did you wear this? I was like, I tried it. I, I said, I tried it on. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like beer spilled all over it and smelled like cigarette smoke and the bottom where your shoes go yeah, is all chewed up, <laughs> all muddy and stuff and torn. <laughs> that was thirty eight bucks. I needed back. You cheap bastard. You went back to Walmart, take it back. I don't Damn blame right. you at all. <laughs> Damn right. I think I that's the last. A, that's the last time I've been up there. I bought I a uh, the glasses and the mustache for Mister Robotnik. Mm-hmm. And I worked for like maybe five minutes and then I put it back and <laughs> I should send it back. I'm just, I'm, I can't, you know, it's like, yeah. I was going to wear can't. my, I was going to wear my other mask for the episode, but I can't, it doesn't have a, it's a, it's like a pump jack-o'-lantern mask. Yeah. So I was going to wear it and, uh, but I can't, I can't drink with it on. So, well, if you keep saying you can't, you won't. I know whether you can or whether you, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. You know, it's all mental. Yeah. So some of these uh, serial killers thought too. Yeah. Well, let's um, let's go into John Wayne Gacy. So, uh, all that I know, and I'll let you, I'll let you speak after. Is uh, he was a clown. He went for uh, Mills. His nickname was Pogo the Clown, and he had an abusive father, which is go fucking figure. Mm-hmm. It's probably where I, did, I remember doing a report um, freshman year at Delta State. Whether uh, I can't remember her name, um, can't remember the the professor's name. But my my big report was whether or not serial killers are like if they're born with something, or if it's like they're just you know product of their environment kind of thing. Um. I think it's so, experiences. I don't think anybody's yeah, it's everything born like that. Yeah, um, that was. I th- I'm pretty sure that was my big conclusion. So, so yeah, I've been I've been kind of looking at this stuff for a while now. I, I forgot I did that till just now. Um, so yeah, he. I'm really interested in like serial killers back from like Jack the Ripper days. You know, the old ones. Yeah, like the old ones, like because just they're they're so mythical and like that they've they've lasted through time. 
I uh, I have a I have a favorite if I allowed to say that uh, serial killer, and it was somebody it was somebody that I never would have known about if I wouldn't have uh, done this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll reveal that when we're ready. Oh, you're gonna hold us till the end. Suspense. It's, it's creepy, and uh, he killed many many people. And it's not like one of those, uh, you know. I I just I'll wait to the end, but I'm sure you've heard of them. Hey, our boy, our boy Zero Sundown's back. You need a straw. Well, I would have a straw, but if you look closely, no. there's like a, there's like a mesh right where the mouth is. So unfortunately, I'd, straw's not going to work. I that's why I got the that's why uh, with the vampire mask I could use a straw, but with that one I can't. So, but uh, but yeah, so so Gacy he uh he was also known as Patches the Clown. Uh, and also so basically known, any nickname of a clown, he was called that. Yeah. Um, after everything came out, he uh, became known as the killer clown. Except for Bozo. Yeah. That has to be a different clown. Another yeah. serial killer. Oh, yeah. So he committed all of his murders um, in uh, suburban Chicago. Technically, te- uh, typically, excuse me, he would lure a victim into his home and dupe him into donning handcuffs on the pretext of demonstrating a magic trick. He would then rape and torture his captive before killing him either by asphyxiation or strangulation. 20, 26 victims were buried in the crawl space of his home. Three others buried elsewhere on the property and four were discarded in the DePlanes River. So this I guy killed just, a total of over 30, 30 victims. Lights are out. You're handcuffed. You're <laughs> you know, so crazy. Just some clown shit going on. I know. It's like, oh, just shit. In me now and in it quick. I know. Like, just... I, I want like I always tell people like be aware of your surroundings and like like why would you go to somebody's house, you know, and uh, you know to have them do a, ma- a magic trick. You know, you've seen American Psycho. I've never seen it. Oh, go well. into it. Let's... Well, here here's my thing. Just imagine like you know you meet the, you you know you think you think you're going to hang out with a friend or whatever. He gets you in handcuffs. The lights go out, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> Then bam! I know. <laughs> well, see, he lured his victims to the promise of construction work, and then sexually assaulted and murdered them. So, oh, is that is that what it was? So it was probably like, hey, I've got some you know uh, work that needs to be done, painting or whatever. Come back to my house. He's like, hey, you want to see a magic trick? And then it's all of a sudden like gotten bizarre, you know. Yeah. And that person's already there, so it's not like yeah. they're like, come back to my house and see a magic trick. That's like a weird. <laughs> I, know, I know. I don't know. You know, I would depending on what the magic trick was, you know. Mm-hmm. His conviction of 33 murders, wow, then covered the most homicides in U.S. legal history. He was sentenced to death on March 13, 1980, and was executed in 1994. So this is not, you know, this is pretty recent history, relatively recent history. You know, this, that's what I was saying. Like, for some reason, you know, I don't think a lot of people know about John Wayne Gacy, especially as, as, as recent as it was. Um, I know, I know his case in his ordeal was brought up in the Netflix series, the, the Dahmer series. Yeah. Um, you know, some people may have been recently, you know, introduced to him, but, um, a lot of people our age, I don't think they really know who this guy is. You know, I'm sure people are parents age and stuff like that. But uh, you knew everybody knows an affiliation with the clown. Yeah. There's, I, he's the affiliation. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I mean, if, if you do some research on this guy, you know, like I said, we're not going to go into his whole, you know, case because if, if that, that we, we'd be on here for five hours going into all this, you know, so, just, just, just Wikipedia, this guy, man, he had over 30 victims, 33 murders, man. That's, that's insane. So you were saying you had an association with like, and that you were just, uh, obsessed your words, not mine with, uh, serial killers. I never, I never said obsessed. <laughs> Uh, from you know back in the day, like the eighteen early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Do you have any more that you uh that you know of that take the title? So yeah, Jack I mean, the only one I know of. I mean, I don't I don't know of any that old, but from you know just just from like the early nineteen hundreds. I mean, like before, you know, back before the the media is what it, what it is. You know, so like, like for example, H. H. Holmes. I think you came across him. Mm-hmm. You know, doing some stuff. So, I think um, wasn't wasn't that the uh, forty four mag? Is maybe H. H. Holmes. H. H. Holmes. He he basically ran a hotel where he freaking you know everybody who stayed there got got whacked. Okay, maybe that's um, not the same guy. Yeah. So he pulled yeah, it up he had, again. Yeah, he had a a murder. Can you see me sharing the screen? Well, I can I can see small script. I can't okay. read okay. it. But um, so he basically had a murder castle. So, um, he moved to Chicago, which is weird because that's where John Wayne Gacy was from, Chicago. So, um, be careful, Chicago people. Uh, let's see. Let me go into this real quick. He put, he purchased an empty lot across from a drugstore, um, and uh, he basically ran it as a hotel. And if you stayed there, you checked in, but you didn't check out. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, shit. I meant to hit gasp. Sorry. <laughs> um, so either way, <laughs> it worked. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much information on this. Like, I think um, American Horror Story, uh, their season, uh, I think it was called Hotel. I think it was uh, loosely based off of H.H. Off of, uh, H. Holmes. I do want to correct myself. Uh, the son of Sam was the forty-four caliber. I read about his gotcha. his stuff. I wasn't interested. It was like killed. He was more of a business person. He would mm-hmm. kill people to stay out of his business kind of deal. Right. So it wasn't really like a serial killer. It was yeah. more of just a businessman. Yeah. Went fucking rogue. But anyways, I'm sorry. I had to clear that up. There's a lot of business people going rogue. You know. Mm-hmm. That's where the term "going postal" comes from. Oh shit! You know. Yep. It's all it's all terminology. So yeah, there's um, dude, there's there's so much stuff on this one too. So you know if, you know if you're interested in that, Google H H Holmes Murder Castle. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying to go through some of the stuff. Cause I, I didn't get a chance to kind of read through and and make some bullet points. So I'm I'm kind of trying to go through that right now. So hell of a time. Yeah, no. So yeah, we're a very professional podcast here. So, uh, H.H. Holmes is one of them. I'm trying to see exactly how many uh, murders were committed uh, by him. So, he was finally arrested in 1894. So, yeah, this is way back in the day, too. I'm not, uh, I can look up Jack the River in a minute, but this is, you know, this is obviously back before. This was not qualify as modern times. What year did you say? 1894? 1894 is when he was finally arrested. What town? Chicago? Uh, yes, he was in Chicago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jack the Ripper was 1888. Okay. Roughly. So solid, roughly. So, 
it's all about this. Jack the Ripper was in England, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he he was arrested in 94, 1894, and he was executed in 1896. So they didn't fuck around back then. Once you were on death row, they, you had the fast track. Um, There's something see. about with Jack the Ripper. Uh, he was the most proficient serial killer and yeah. masked his identity even from the famous Scotland Yard Police mm-hmm. Force. So, like, there, there's something to do with the Scotland. I don't know anything about the Scotland Yard Police, but apparently they were known to have their shit together. Yeah. And that's what made him so famous is, you know, is probably get away most, from him. Yeah. In 1888. Mm-hmm. So uh, back to H.H. H. Holmes, when he was put on trial, um, he confessed to 27 murders in Chicago, Indianapolis, and Toronto. Though some of the people he confessed to were actually still alive. And then six other attempted murders. So uh, he did over, you know, he had he been successful in the other ones, he'd have been over 30, you know, just like, just like Gacy. It's crazy. Like one thing that always baffles me, not baffles, but one thing I always think about is like back then, how easy would it be to just get away with stuff back then? I, you know, I don't know. You would think, right. But yeah, small towns talk. Everybody knows everybody back then too. So, Mm -hmm. You know, nobody knows you now. I know. Now you're That's, on camera. Yeah, right? there's, there's there's flip sides of the coin. Yeah, there's there's two sides of the coin. But it's like I, I always think about like, dude, what if like 1700s, 1800s, you could be a, a traveling salesman, you know, and just get yeah. you know, and you know, you could kill two people in every town you go to. Put them out in the woods. They never yeah, know. never find them. Never know who you were. Give people a fake name, and you know, and and now I mean, you still get away with shit, but. You know, it's definitely not as easy, I would think. You ever heard ask, of the? Uh, I'll have to ask Peter on that one. You ever heard of the human Dracula? Uh, no. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce his name. He's <laughs> of Asian descent. I'm pretty sure. Sutamu Sutam Tsunami. Okay. Mizaki. So the reason I bring him up is check this out. He would. This guy, he didn't. Uh, let me let me see. Yes. So, what's interesting about him is he didn't kill a lot of people, mm-hmm. but what he did, um, he was bullied in school because of his hand, right? So he had this like inferiority complex that he just like couldn't, uh, he just couldn't socialize apparently. Yeah. So because of that, he goes out and and um, he kills young girls he abducts a four-year-old girl named maria kono i'm Mm -hmm. you know again with the name he strangled her to death molested her corpse and he left the corpse to rot before returning back to remove body parts Uh, but the problem with this guy is what he would do is he would send the girl's ground up bones teeth and pictures of her clothes to the girl's family with postcards containing words like marie cremated bones investigate prove like he would he would reach out to the family on multiple occasions. Uh, he would make silent phone calls to the family of the victims. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he would, it's like he was more obsessed with torturing the family. Yeah. Than he was killing. Yeah. Cause that's you know? probably, that's probably cause he was getting attention. You know, he was getting a reaction. He was getting attention and he felt pro- in control, you know, he drank the blood of one of his victims and ate a part of her hand. 
Uh, again, he killed about four people. He was caught when trying to molest a girl in the park. So mm-hmm. even after his capture, he appeared calm and collective, and uh, they hanged him in 2008. So Yeah, so in June of 1989, Miyazaki made a mistake that ultimately cost him the illusion of being unknown. He approached two sisters and persuaded one of them to come with him while the other one ran home to get help. The girl's father stopped him in the middle of taking the young girl's picture, who he had not got the chance to murder yet. Um, Miyazaki was caught by police while trying to flee to his car, and only then did he confess to the murders of the four other girls. Man, that's... When when arrested, it was found that he had 5,763 videotapes, many tracing back to be the movies he used as outlines for his killings. Wow. That's... Miyazaki's deformity made him isolated, but the neglect from his family sent him into an even worse depression. And then his grandfather's passing pushed him over the edge. Yeah, it's either it's either a bad uh, father relationship or it's like a deformity. Yeah, something social. I mean, you know, serial. Again, I don't think they're just born with it. Yeah, but like, look at Ted Bundy. Um, I don't know too much about him. I know that during his cases. People were falling in love with him. Yeah, his charm. They were doing and, that. With, uh, they were doing that with Dahmer too. You know, he, they he'd get love letters in jail. Same for Richard Ramirez. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pour another drink real quick. But uh, one of our viewers or our remote viewers in the chat told us uh, Carl Panzeram. So I'm gonna Google him real quick and see what this guy's about. Once I get this pour, let me put this on mute real quick. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go into my most uh intriguing serial killer yeah go, go ahead and it's not who you would think it would be uh you know because i want to mention dr death as somebody i'm sure that that we were going to talk about uh, if not he's on my he's on my list but this guy the sorcerer i mean just a nickname the sorcerer and i'll tell you the reason mm-hmm. why um a mod sir a uh, Siraji, let's go with that. Sure, Ahmad Siraji, the sorcerer, and I sent you the picture of him yeah. with a skull during the actual court case. He killed forty-two people, and he was uh, death by firing squad. So this guy was Indonesian. He was known as a sorcerer. He said that murdered forty-two people between nineteen eighty-six and ninety-seven. Um, his motive, and now this is what gets creepy. He said that during a dream, his late father had informed him that drinking the saliva of 70 dead young women would make him into a mystic healer. Wow. So he thought since it would take too long to find 70 women who died young, he started murdering young girls. Uh, He claimed himself to be a shaman, and many women came to him for making them rich and more beautiful, and after being paid, he would take them to a sugarcane field, bury them waist-deep, claiming it to be part of the ritual. Then he would strangle them and and, uh, drink their saliva. He would then bury the decomposing body with their head facing his house, which he claimed would give him more power, and he was sentenced to death by firing squad July 10th, 2008. Not too long ago. I think I remember hearing about that that one i'm i'm more like intrigued he, by the 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 all this going on i had no idea like did I was, he, had, I was did he have a nick, did he have a nickname yeah the sorcerer oh that's right yeah sorry uh i was yeah, thinking so, I, I might be thinking about somebody else because that that case sounds really familiar but this guy literally had a dream from i mean you know 
from yeah. his father saying, you got to drink the saliva of 70 women. Uh, and he fucking took it serious. Yeah. And started well, murdering people in order to become uh, a powerful, you know, person. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's who I was thinking of, but I didn't know he was called the sorcerer. Um, yeah. And this picture is creepy because he just, you know, I mean. Yeah. I don't know if you could pull that up or not for everybody. Yeah, I had, it, I had it up, yeah. He stuck out to me just because he was on a mission. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't Zodiac yeah. Killer just killing people and giving riddles. It was like he was, he had a mission. Yeah. Um, so I went ahead and Googled. Uh, our remote viewer told us to look up Carl Panzram. He was an American serial killer, uh, mass murderer, rapist, child molester, arsonist, robber, thief, and a burglar. Panzram confessed to having committed uh, 21 murders, only five of which could be corroborated. He is suspected of having killed more than 100 men in the United States alone and several more in Portuguese Angola. He also confessed to having committed more than 1,000 acts of rape against males of all ages after a lifetime of crime during which he served many prison terms. Uh, he was executed by hanging in 1930 uh, for the murder of a prison employee at Leavenworth Federal Prison in Kansas. That is a glowing resume, as our remote viewer puts it. So let's see. He was fr- he was born in Minnesota. Let's see if Chicago's coming up anywhere. Because, uh, well, hell, Minnesota's the Midwest, so... We need to be careful of uh, these. Did you say he did? You did say he got arrested. Yeah, he was arrested, and then uh, he finally got sentenced to death after he killed a prison guard in uh, Leavenworth, Kansas. Okay, I was just making sure our, our viewer wasn't giving us a, a signal. <laughs> <laughs> he like comes out as Carl. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> so yeah, dude, he he says he committed over a hundred murders. Or wait, no. Yeah, killed more than 100 men in the U.S. alone. And then more than 1,000 acts of rape. Busy dude. Yeah, where do you get the time for that? Like, how do these people people have money and, like... I don't think you have a job. I know, but let's then, like, where do you get the money and, like, to, you know... You can't can't do all that in one place, you know? I don't know. Or do you know? Man, I wish Peter was on here. I know. I miss Peter. <laughs> well, it's actually us. it's actually not that hard. <laughs> you as, know, if you have a wheel, you can always he, make a way. As he likes to say, he does have a gym in his basement, but he likes to go by James. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Dr. Death. Oh, sorry. All right, Dr. Death, you sent that. Let's go there. Well, man, it's just so good. good, Dr. Death. Is that Robin Williams? Looks like it. So I, there's a podcast on this. I don't know if it's the same. I, it's literally Dr. Death, so I'm, I'm sure it is. But uh, I listen to that podcast. I don't get the same. Um, well, well let's, it doesn't let's matter. Let's look him up here. So... Well, the reason I was saying that is on the podcast, they actually have victims that like this guy was um, on the podcast. This guy was like not legit and he didn't know what he was doing. So I'm pretty sure the podcast, Dr. Death, 
is maybe from a different and correct me if I'm wrong viewers. Cause I'm really, I'm asking, I really don't know. Um, so this guy killed around 250 people. He was a British practitioner worthy of the title Dr. Death. He was found guilty of murdering over 218 of his patients. Although the count could be as high as 250. He is also the only British doctor that had been found guilty of murdering his patients. He was known as the angel of death and has, and killed his victims by uh, injection of legal doses of painkillers. Mm. Um, that's right. So this is a different guy. So there's a podcast, Dr. Death, which I was trying to put them together. I, they're separate. But this guy would forge the will of his patients so that he would get their money and then kill them with an overdose of morphine. The local undertaker was concerned with the death rate of Shipman's patients but the police could not find anything against Shipman. And then um, after a death of a wealthy 81-year-old widow, a uh, postmortem revealed that she had died of a morphine overdose, and he was imprisoned on January 2004, and he hanged himself in the prison cell. And they come to find out. They looked through the records, and um, and <laughs> 218 plus patients had the same death. That's crazy. You can get so, you can get away with so much, you know, like if you were an evil doctor like that, you know. But how could you do it 218 times? If if the point is money, mm -hmm. and you're, you're making money uh, as a doctor, for one, because you're doing 218 procedures, you get yeah. paid. But also, too, like, if you're stealing money from 218 patients through the wheels, what at what point do you stop? I mean, it just becomes like a, a daily thing. I don't know. It's just like another thing. It's like, all right, let me do this. And like, how much yeah. money did he did he let's, go to prison yeah. with? I don't know. I'm uh, let's go let's go through this real quick. See if we can find it. Trial and imprisonment. You know, for somebody that's going to do that as a doctor, you would think like. He has a wealthy person come through, mm -hmm. do it once, right? Because you would think if somebody's fucked up in the head yeah. and they're really going to kill somebody and do all that, they're looking for that one big hit. Yeah. Big hit. But 218 times, um, I'm almost thinking, of, you know, what I'm reading is mm -hmm. giving them the like, benefit of the doubt. Just sounds like he's just doing it. Uh, I just. There is a good podcast out there on a different Dr. Death that goes over a guy that is, uh, he's an illegit doctor mm -hmm. and he does procedures on people and, and fucks them all up and he just does it and doesn't care. And he just, he's just proud to be a doctor and come to find out like he didn't even pass. Uh, there was a, um, it's bizarre. It's there was a, yeah, yeah. Let's not promote other podcasts on ours. We're trying to get off the ground here. <laughs> well, we're not going to go over this guy. <laughs> Um, there don't was another... listen to it. It's horrible. It has commercials. Uh, we're we're. I thought we were about a week away from selling out a couple weeks ago, but I got to figure out how to put ads on this fucking thing. So we're <laughs> eligible. I just got to figure out how to fucking do it. Um, there was a something recently came out. Let me uh, let me try and find it. It was a. Uh, I think this lady actually. I, I hate to bring this up. I think she killed babies. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. So you are you talking about like a doctor? Yeah, like literally within the past few weeks. Um, oh, 
Lucy Letby, I think was her name. Yeah. But Lucy's on, such me, a sweet name. Let me let me pause this because these ads are fixing to come up. And all right, so a neonatal nurse in the UK who allegedly murdered seven babies and attempted to kill ten more wrote notes reading, "I am evil. I killed them on purpose because I'm not good enough." Uh, according to the prosecution, she was 32 years old and worked in the neonatal unit of the Countess of Chester Hospital. Uh, she left handwritten notes in her home that police found when they searched it in 2018. I don't know why this is coming up. This article is from October 13th, and I saw this going all over Twitter like two weeks ago. So I don't know if this happened four or five years ago, or maybe if she's just now going to trial, I guess. Maybe. That's probably it. She's just now probably going to fucking trial. Um, so... Of the babies, let be allegedly murdered or attempted to murder between 2015 and 16. The prosecution said she injected some with insulin or milk, while another uh, said she injected with air. She allegedly attempted to kill one baby three different times. That's, man, that's. Like during birth, like she's a maternity. Uh, yeah, she was a neonatal nurse after after they were born. So, yeah. Um I'm trying to go. I, I didn't even think of this till just now because I, I remember seeing that, like I said, the past few weeks of this month, October, and I didn't even think. Um, and what's crazy about that is you would never know. Mm-hmm. Like the hospital, you know, they take your baby and they go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, you would never. And then they come back and say, you know, oh, this happened. Like you, you would never. It's not like you were in the same room. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I mean, she obviously. I just wrote the read the notes that she wrote. Um, so, let be pleaded not guilty to seven counts of murder and fifteen counts of attempted murder on Monday. And like I said, this article was on October thirteenth. So, um, just two weeks ago, she just she pleaded not guilty. Her trial is slated to last for up to six months so yeah this even though this happened several years ago uh just now is uh getting to trial so um man i don't know how you could do that and she said the reason was she just wasn't good enough that's what she said i am evil i did this i don't deserve to live uh we're just some of the notes that were found i killed them on purpose because i'm not good enough to care for them i am a horrible evil person like <laughs> That's just bizarre. I know. There's no way around it. No way. And uh, and another one. This I think this is one that not a lot of people know about. Uh, his name was Albert Fish. Have you heard of him? Uh, maybe you've mentioned him. Maybe. So he was from the late 1800s, early 1900s. He was a serial killer, rapist, child molester, and a cannibal who committed at least three child murders from July of 1924 to June of 1928. He was also known as the Gray Man, the Werewolf of Wisteria, the Brooklyn Vampire, the Moon Maniac, and the Boogeyman. I feel like a lot of these people hmm. would be considered the Boogeyman. Because I, uh, I remember when I was little, I think Dahmer got arrested in like 92, I think it was. So I was four years old. And I remember my brother would always, like, scare me with it. I wonder if Bobo the Clown or whatever his name was, uh, Pogo the Clown, mm-hmm. if he was like, if they made, if he hung out in gutters. He might have. Who doesn't, you know? 
I've been in a couple. Kind of woke nice. up, woke up in some, you know. Yeah. It's All right, so let's he'll go the clown. He All was right. uh, he was yeah. also alienated in school. He worked as a fast food chain manager in the 1960s. So I mean, that's where it all went wrong. This is John Wayne Gacy, by the way. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Albert. back. To, I'm back to your story. Uh, so, okay. So Albert Fish. Uh, by 1890, Fish moved to New York City. There, this is this is weird. There, he engaged in male prostitution and began molesting and raping boys. Most most of these serial killers that we've gone over have raped they've been male and they've raped molested killed other males most of them Mm -hmm. um Dahmer did it fish did it uh gacy did it you know so it's it's there's a trend it's either young girls or young males Mm -hmm. though Mm -hmm. so he uh began molesting and raping boys mostly younger than six years old fish Fish's mother, in 1898, Fish's mother arranged a marriage uh, with a lady that was nine years his junior. They had six children. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to go through. There's a picture. Okay, here it is. Try and get a description on this. I'm going to go ahead and share this real quick. Did I just hear you say he got married? Uh, yeah, there was an arranged marriage. This is an x-ray of Albert Fish's pelvis. Why the hell do we want to see this? So, so I'm trying to find the uh, des- description of it because uh, he would get spanked with a paddle with nails. It, tur- it was one of his turn-ons. So th- this guy was well, really, sure, yeah. This guy was really fucked up. Man, I really wish you had Peter on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here it is. It was about, uh, in 1917, Fish began to indulge in self-harm by embedding needles into his groin and abdomen. After his arrest, x-rays revealed that Fish had at least 29 needles lodged into his pelvic region. He also hit himself repeatedly with a nail-studded paddle and inserted wool-doused and inserted wool-doused with lighter fluid into his anus and set it alight. God! While Fish was never thought to have physically attacked or abused his children, he did encourage them and their friends to paddle his butt butt with the same nail-studded paddle he used on himself. Yeah, so this guy was, uh, dude, this, oh man. I think this is his most uh, famous murder, uh, was the murder of a little girl named Grace Budd. In May of 1928, Fish saw a classified advertisement uh, that read, young man, 18, wishes position in country, Edward Budd, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he went to go, uh, Albert Albert Fish went to go introduce himself to his family and uh, visit Budd family in Manhattan under the pretense of hiring him. And he later confessed that he was going to plan Edward up, the guy who wrote the, uh, uh, wrote the classified ad. He's going to tie him up, mutilate him, and leave him to bleed to death. Fish introduced himself as Frank Howard, so he gave him a fake name, promised to hire Bud and his friend, said he would send him in for a few days. Fish failed to show up, but he sent a telegram to the Bud family apologizing and, and set the date out for later. So when he came back, he met Edward's younger sister, a 10-year-old named Grace Bud. He apparently shifted his amorous intentions toward Grace, made up a story of having to attend his niece's birthday party. He convinced the parents to let Grace accompany him to that party, 
Fish subsequently took Grace to an abandoned house he had previously picked out for it. Uh, and basically, he murdered and ate the girl. And no, it, uh, as our remote viewer asked, it is not normal to get nails paddled into your fucking butt. Man, no, I wish yeah, I wish Peter was here. There's a there's a word for that though, right? And like porn and stuff. People that uh are into all that kind of like damage stuff. I don't know, that's a little extreme. I know there's a word for it. You mean like uh, the B, the BDSM stuff? Uh maybe. I don't know. I mean Yep. All right. Here's just, here's a, here's a, here's a question so, for So the, he he did that to his victim? He did it. To, he, he did, did it he himself. Did, he, he did it to himself, and then he got his victims to also do it to him. Yeah, so that, that's what I thought you said. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, you getting some thoughts there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like... So here's a here's a question for the chat. Zero zero one sundown. A million dollars. Would you take a paddle with nails right into the old butt? Let us know. Um, a million dollars, cash, tax free. I mean, I hate I'm making light of this. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't be doing that. A million? A million dollars tax-free. I mean, how many nails and how long? Just got to get paddled with them. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I think it said he had like 26 of them. It's all in the him. details. Mm-hmm. A million? <laughs> all in the deets. Like, uh... A million dollars tax-free. Can you make it a million one? Good. That's what he, that's what he wants to say. <laughs> it's like that guy that goes down to Pawn Stars that just has to, like up it by a dollar just to say you won right all right so um let's see if there's any other crazy discoveries after fish's arrest so this guy must this guy mostly uh, he he mostly focused on kids i hate i hate talking about like i can't get past the uh the self uh stuff that you do like that yeah Yeah. that's just like i know I mean, everything these fucking wackos do is is crazy, but just like stuff like that. And I I only know about Albert Fish uh, because of the movie House of a Thousand Corpses. I don't know if you've seen that. A long time ago. But uh, at the beginning of the movie, there's a um, they they mentioned him, and that's that's where I uh, had first heard of him, and they they showed this X-ray in the movie. So, um. Let me see. There's another one too. The BTK. Did you come across him? No. This was a pretty high profile one. Dennis B- Raider. BTK uh, stands for Bind, Torture, Kill. That's how he would, you know, kill his victims. So uh, he was all, he was called the BTK Strangler or the BTK Killer. Between 1974 and 91, he killed 10 people in Wichita and Park City, Kansas. He sent taunting letters to police and media outlets describing the details of the crimes. You got to show a picture of this dude. Yeah, let me get it up here real quick. After a decade-long hiatus, Raider resumed sending his letters in 2004, which uh, led to his 2005 arrest and his guilty, subsequently guilty plea. He's currently serving 10, life, 10 consecutive life sentences, so he's still alive. So, um, but yeah, I remember this because this was—I uh, remember you know we were in high school when this uh, when his trial and stuff was going on. So, murdering 10 people. Yep, 10 people in Kansas. 
he doesn't look like somebody who would murder more than I one. Know. He looks like he would, you know, get pissed off and kill somebody. And then mm-hmm. that's that's everybody, you know, man, these people they just hide in plain sight, you know. It's it's you would never know. Like the uh, Bundys of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody suspected Dahmer. Nobody, you know, uh, that's how they get away with so much, you know. And like now, you know, if you're, if people make fun of the serial killer glasses, you know, like the big bifocals and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think people, uh, they kind of have a stereotype now. You know, like you expect a serial killer to look like Jeffrey Dahmer with the big bifocals and, you know, stuff like that. So, but well, he you know, back back then it was the style. You know, that's that's the that's the glasses people wore back then, right? So, but yeah, he killed ten different people. Um, Nowadays, they would have a mask mm-hmm. and a hoodie, and it's completely normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at Dormer uh, Dahmer's picture. He's not wearing bifocals in this picture, but I, I haven't seen the show. I know it's it's a uh, pretty bizarre. Yeah. So by 2004, the investigation of the BTK killer was considered a cold case. And then for some fucking reason, he initiated a series of 11 communications to the local media, which led to his direct arrest or which directly led to his arrest in February of 05. So that goes back to kind of what you're saying. So, you know, some of these people did this for the fame, for the attention. He, he was basically, he was on, nowhere near anybody's radar and then he had to start back taunting the media sending the letters in and stuff like that and it it led to his arrest he just couldn't you know stay low and and keep quiet and he had to keep on you know getting that whatever it was that attention high that adrenaline high playing the game and uh and that then that's what got him caught so house of a thousand corpses that is rob zombie right that is yeah I think that movie came out like 2003, I think. I just watched it the other day for the first time in a long time. Let's see here. Uh, Yeah, 2003. That's right. You are good with the years. Not bad. Uh, In his letters to police, Raider asked if his writings, if put on a floppy disk, could be traced or not. Police answered his question in a newspaper ad uh, posted in the Wichita Eagle saying it would be safe to use the disk. On February or in February of 2005, Raider sent a purple 1.44 megabyte Memorex floppy disk to a news station in Wichita. Also enclosed were a letter, a gold-colored necklace with a large medallion, and a photocopy of the cover of Rules of Prey, which was a novel about a serial killer. Police found metadata embedded in the deleted Microsoft Word document still stored on the floppy disk. So the metadata contained the words Christ Lutheran Church, and the document was marked as last modified by Dennis. An internet search determined that a Dennis Rader was president of the church council. So, yeah, so he, a fucking idiot, sent in a fucking floppy disk with metadata on it, and that's how he got caught. And floppies. Yep, floppy dicks, disks. What? Huh? I already took Peter's laugh off the sound, off the sound thing. Sorry. I'm looking up. Who, so who would be the most current serial killer? And honestly, it's probably they don't know because half of these haven't been yeah. found. Or I would say probably have, but. 
probably this guy or Jeffrey Dahmer uh, would probably be uh, as far as uh, America goes. Yeah, zero one. Yeah, uh, uh, zero one sundown. Let us know if you if you know of any that that we're missing. Like, who would be the most recent serial killer? I would say Dennis Rader or Dahmer, but you know, they're both because uh, he was caught fifteen years ago. You know, or whatever it is, eighteen years ago. Yeah, but I'm surprised there's not one. Going I mean, I on mean, right now. I mean, there might be, but you know, if there's one going on right now, nobody's going to know who it is. So, or you mean, you know, if they're like awaiting trial or something? Um, yeah, I really don't have a, I don't know, a specific. I'm just thinking, you know, uh, I mean, all these are like from the 19, the 97, and some 2000. They all go to, they get caught like early 2000 or something. Yeah. They go to trial in 2000 or they commit suicide in 2000. Mm-hmm. But do we have any ongoing, Let's see. There's probably a lot of ongoing uh, potential serial killers. But I hate to even go down this rabbit hole because there's so much information. I know. Like the most dangerous active serial killers in 2021. Mm -hmm. Do I really want to read that? And it's really really weird because Peter's not with us tonight. Yeah. on On Halloween. It is kind of bizarre. His and for some reason, like he was really excited about Halloween. You know? See, like this is the Golden State Killer, a serial killer linked to crimes that span decades. He started killing in 1976, uh, and was only identified and arrested in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty recent. But he killed in 2000 in 1976. Oh yeah, that's where like someone got his DNA from, like genealogy.com or uh, ancestry.com. Wow. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Um he was a police officer and he just, you know, gave his gave his uh did a DNA test with ancestry.com and cracked the case. According wow. according to World Atlas, the FBI reckons there are between twenty five and fifty active serial killers in the US at any given time. And most haven't been caught. See, I'm sure there's some uh there's some stuff going on, so that's crazy, but I uh, I'm just joking about I'm just joking around with Peter. But I, I know what he's he's doing tonight. He is uh he, he's got a big uh big mission, you know that he that he's trying to do and uh, don't want to turn from it. So um you know th- this is this is what he's doing tonight. We have to save the wombats. We- so <laughs> he's uh he's saving the wombats tonight. Um you know so we don't want to distract him from that. So, yeah, I just went down the rabbit hole past five minutes, just looking at the most dangerous, active, and uh, so that's that's another, yeah, whole another nut to bust. The sorcerer, what a what a name! I know. Drinking saliva of seventy young chicks, and he's like, "I'm gonna." Obviously, I can't round them all up within enough time, so I'm just gonna have to kill them. And and I mean, I just. It's yeah. just that's just messed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, every every one of these fucking weirdos is messed up. It's just like, there we go. I agree with this. The most recent serial killer is cancel culture. Which, um, yeah, dude, join us. Uh, this is like I said, this is the last of our kind of Halloween series. Doing these, you know, 
type of themed episodes kind of thing. So our next episode is a, I think we're going to go into some big tech cancel culture, current events, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, de- definitely uh, join us again. But I'm uh, excited about those. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, I mean, there's, there's a lot more. Um, Cause we didn't even go over Ed Gein. I think he was out of Wisconsin. He, he, I don't know that Taylor. He would skin people and and turn their, you know, he would turn their skin into lampshades and use their skulls as bowls. Like he would, he would cut their, like, you know, the top of their skull off and use it as a fucking cereal bowl, you know? Yeah. Who was the guy that did the uh, silent lamb, uh, silence of the lambs? Um, he was after, uh, oh my gosh, what was his name? I don't know. Uh, he was. Uh, it was an actual killer that did that kind of stuff, and I'm forgetting. Buffalo Bill, thank you. That's a football team. I'm so glad we have a viewer that knows what he's talking about, right. unlike, unlike us. <laughs> that would have bothered me all night. And then we got off this thing, and I would have looked it up and been so pissed. <laughs> I know you'd have been pissed off for the rest of the week. Mm hmm. And your new computer would have went out. Pro Tools wouldn't have started. Oh, is that who? Actually, that was that was Buffalo Bill. Oh man, I passed on him because I didn't think it was anything. Okay. Huh. So the short of that is, uh, let me go back. I literally skipped over this dude because I was like, well, he only killed a couple people. <laughs> you know, the butcher of Plainfield. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Edward Theodore Gaines. So, is that who you were just talking about? Uh, no. Oh, uh, was a murderer, body snatcher. He was also known as the Butcher of Plainfield. He confessed to killing Mary Hogan in 1954 and uh, Bernice Warden in 1957. It was also found that he had exhumed corpses from local graveyards to make artifacts from bones and skins. Uh, he was. I mean, when police entered his house, they found Warden's decapitated body hanging upside down by her legs. All internal organs were removed. There were many human bones, uh, bowels made of human skull, bowls, sorry, <laughs> made of human skulls, masks made from the skin of female heads, fingernails. Uh, it's weird even reading this, actually. Uh, he was found to be mentally unstable and sent to a mental asylum, died of cancer. Um, I didn't know that was Buffalo Bill. It was. Wow. Me neither. The Butcher of Plainfield. And I can't even watch movies that show bones. Really? Yeah, I, I can't. Like, a pussy. you know how, like in football, they'll there'll be like a, a, a you know a broken bone. And they'll do like a replay. Yeah. Show where the like where the leg broke. I can't. I, I cannot. Watch does that, that does that come from when you blow out your knee playing ping pong? Yeah, when I shredded yeah, my meniscus. Yeah, PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear that snap, crackle, pop when I turn. Remind remind me to send you a. Uh, a video when we get off. Why well, can't drive a car? No. <laughs> <laughs> so concerned. I did shred my meniscus playing ping pong. Yeah, you fucking you ever, killed it. Though. You ever uh, broken anything? I uh, broken my left ankle twice. Doing what? Uh, one was playing soccer, and then another time I just like I hopped over like a guardrail, and it just I just heard this loud pop. And was that the second time or the first time? That was the second time. First time I broke it playing soccer. So maybe just just didn't heal back 
perfect. Yeah, it was like, it was like a the second time was just kind of like a small small fracture, but the first time, yeah, like me and a dude like kicked the ball at the same time, and I guess my ankle just bent a weird way and just popped. I just touched. Yeah, it was like a sword fight. And it just bent a weird way. Just a little, and you're bent. Like, yeah, I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah, just curved up a little bit, you know. Dude, I've I've been beat up. I've uh, my kneecap went out of place playing basketball. Shred my meniscus playing ping pong. Broke my femur playing football. Broke my wrist playing on the baseball grounds. Um, you have dreams probably, about that. Your, probably you, sums it up. You have dreams about your teeth falling out. I used to. And then in my dream, I was like, uh, well, I could always go. I went to the dentist. And they were like, you can get a fake tooth or whatever it's called. <laughs> and ever since then, I haven't had that dream. So if you ever have a dream like that of something, you know, messing up, like me, it was my teeth falling out. You almost have to have a lucid dream so where you, you could tell yourself that it could be fixed. Yeah, a solution. And it'll, it'll cure it. That's the, that's the trick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's, there's a, uh, it's just, just money. Just yeah. buy a tooth. No big deal. Do. Especially nowadays, people get people get veneers every day. Right. That dude, that would be like, I see pictures all the time. I know we're getting way off topic, but like. <laughs> How's I'll, that I'll off see, topic? Talking <laughs> about teeth. I'll see pictures. Um, people do selfies of when they're getting veneers of their shaved, like when they shaved their teeth to do it, you know? Yeah, there's selfies of that. Yeah, people post selfies. You know, it's like a before, you know, they'll do it for like the shock factor. When they get their teeth shaved, like before they get them put in, it's like, dude, that's my worst fear. Like, like one of my worst fears is even just like chipping my tooth, much less like letting so permanent. I know know. exactly, and you get judged so bad off of it, too. You know, because like if you're, you know, if you have a missing tooth, you know, you're like looked at as, you know, I used to have these fears of teeth, but my wife's a dental hygienist, my mom's a dental hygienist, my mother, uh, sister in law's a dental hygienist. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like I'm covered mm-hmm. even if I didn't have, uh, dental insurance, <laughs> I still, still don't have a reason to have nightmares over it. <laughs> That's Lance's nightmares. I'm my, my recurring nightmare is having to drag a ghost out of a room and Lance is worried about not brushing his teeth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> teeth chipping. Yep. I couldn't even tell you what my nightmares are like now. They're so random. I know. I haven't had that dream in a while where I had to like provoke a ghost to come out. Do actually, you rem- I, actually, I have had it recently. I know, I know I've had it within the past couple months. I thought you were just making up something, but that's really a, yeah. like a dream you have. I have a dream. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always in a different place. You know, it's like a different house or, you know, just a different setting, but I do have a recurring dream where like, there's like a specifically haunted room or the upstairs area is haunted or something like that. And like, you know, it's haunted. And I'm like, I have to, I'm, I'm provoking it in my dream. Like trying to get it to show itself or, or, you know, come out or whatever. That's weird. What's this? I had a dream once when I was younger and it'll, it'll always remember it. it scared the shit out of me, but it was, uh, I was walking around my neighborhood and everything I touched came alive and mm-hmm. it tried to kill me so like i don't know it was weird just everything like you can imagine like if you touch a uh i, I don't know i don't even know how to describe it you know it's one of those dreams mm-hmm. 
where um, I do remember having this like toy snake. You know those snakes that just kind of go on a swivel. You know, you hold them straight and kind of do like that. I had one of those, and uh, in my dream, I had one, and I touched it, turned into a real snake, and bit me. (laughs) You know, and then I ran, and then I touched the door, and like turned into something, and was trying to. um, I I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I'm done. Bye. Our our remote viewer had a nightmare. He he shot the worm out of out of a bottle. Oh yeah. Was that mezcal? mezcal. I, know I know it's tequila. I just didn't know how to say it. I uh, had a nightmare where it opened up my cheek and fell out of my face. That is disgusting. That might have not been a nightmare. Ugh. You might have just passed out. <laughs> were you in Mexico <laughs> by chance? Because that very well could have happened if you were in Tijuana or something. I miss some tequila. So I, I know I would say if I had to guess your biggest nightmare would be passing out in the bathroom of a bar in a puddle of piss, uh, face down, people trying to wake you up, you know, uh, in... no, I, no, I've been there. Um, <laughs> that was life. One time. <laughs> no, I've been there, done that. That's not, not a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Nightmare show up to the closing table and and uh, clients decide to walk. That's a nightmare. <laughs> yep. Wake up at the floor of a bar, licking the ground, thinking <laughs> it's uh, ramen noodles or something. That's, oh, that's, God. That's <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, how far, that, that's how far back Room 2008 goes. The experiences we've held and had. What bar was that? Rhythm and Brews. And you know what? Peter was there. Peter was there. Wow. He was there. He was playing that night. Cause what that, year that, was that? 20, I want to say 2014. But, I'm not, uh, I'm not they, like, you know, going to question you on that. Just pretty sure it's 2014 because uh, Peter, had play, he was playing that night, <clears throat> and me and him were talking after the show. Like, you were talking to us for a second, and then you disappeared. And uh, me and him were talking. He was like, man, where'd Lance go? So we looked over and you were on the stage, like you were laying down, your feet were hanging out, like your legs were hanging off the stage. And then as like, just for some reason, as soon as we looked over at you, you rose up like the undertaker (laughs) (laughs) and then just made a beeline to the bathroom. And then, uh, after a couple minutes, like we were looking for, he was like, I don't think Lance has came out of the bathroom yet. So we, me and Peter both walked back there and there you were face down in the stall. (laughs) everybody's surprised well in my defense uh i asked some guy for some gum and he was like well here's a dip patch i don't dip i don't smoke or I used not to smoke i smoke a cigar every now and then long story short uh, i was like well this patch is really good i have another i was like i don't have a place to spit oh you don't need to spit yeah I mean, man you can swallow this. it and uh, see what happened was <laughs> uh, lance was swallowing his dip spit and that's what got i him. was i went through about four patches and i looked like the the kids on the sandlot when they're on that uh, <laughs> yeah the ferris wheel or whatever <laughs> oh man yeah that was a bad night it's funny to look back on but yeah that was a bad night and then uh but my my boy uh drew took care of me and we got home and then uh it's a happy ending and then happy ending. well no no what? there was no what oh, sorry 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was passed out. I don't know what you did. <laughs> Matter of fact, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I give people tobacco pouches and. <laughs> I just love. We need to get more reacts. I just love that one. I know. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. Uh, hopefully by Christmas. Oh man, it's no. It's officially November first here, man. Damn it. Right. Um, but hopefully by Christmas, I'm going to get that, uh, roadcaster. That way I can have the sound bank. I can have, um, uh, we, so we it's going to be a hundred of, of Peter, Peter yeah, la- laughing, groaning, moaning, funny Save the wombats. <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll have that. And then we could be a legit, uh, a legit Colin show. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I, I get people pat, uh, make them take tobacco pouches and make them pass out. Then I paddle their ass with a studded <laughs> two by four. <laughs> as long as I get a million dollars. Yeah, you would. You would you do know. it for, would you do it for a thousand? 20,000. Oh, uh, 10,000. 10,000. One nail. One nail right up the butt. Not, not right up the butt. No, that's no, right, no, right no. Yeah. in the butt cheek. In the butt cheek, yeah. Gotcha. We have it on record, so live on Room 2008 on Twitch. <laughs> if we can raise a thousand dollars, when we start doing ads, once once we get a uh, once we get a uh, balance of ten thousand, our... <laughs> that means we and, really need to raise about five thousand. I know, and then we can do it. Peter Peter will scry. He's gonna stare at himself. One nail. Peter uh, Lance is gonna be paddling himself, and I'm gonna have to figure out something for me to do. And make some money. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. Sounds like something should be on OnlyFans. Yeah, this is this uh, streaming this <laughs> podcast is taking a left turn. It's like, <laughs> all right, for anybody that wants to stay after hours, come on in. We have a <laughs> we have a two by four with a nail in it. Uh, Lance is gonna <laughs> for for ten likes. <laughs> oh, I hate we're making light of it, but what are you gonna do? Well, um, I don't, I don't know. I just uh, I learned a lot about these serial killers. I had no idea uh, this guy, the sorcerer, was trying to be a uh, you know about drinking saliva. It's just crazy. Yeah, but so, um, yeah. If if you're um if you are interested in true crime and serial killers and stuff like this, if you know even if you've recently been introduced to Dahmer off the Netflix stuff, you know hopefully you know these these gave you a few more you know unfortunate you know uh, people to think about. You know, yeah, kind of research and, and uh, you know, uh, satisfy your curiosities and stuff. So, but that's probably all we're going to go through tonight. Like I said, we're going to keep tonight short. Uh, uh, next time, uh, we're going to go into some more current events. Um, you know, like our remote viewer said a little bit ago, the cancel culture stuff going on. Um, some huge news came out today uh, about big tech and the government conspiring together over the past couple of years, which everybody fucking knew, but it's, it's, basically official now uh peter uh is gonna go off on that i uh, got some stuff about nasa coming up i know lance wants to do a big thing on the bloodline from the uh excuse me from the uh uh the english crown down to current politics uh in the west in, in western civilization uh kind of how all those literally you know how all that ties together um you know, so I just kind of wanted October to be a little different and, you know, just kind of do some themed episodes like this. So, but yeah, that's what we're going to be getting into next time. So, um, like I said, today's Monday, the 31st. So we'll probably, 
go off uh, on this big tech stuff probably uh, this coming weekend, Friday or Saturday, if I or we can do the night this week. You know, it doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever night's good for y'all. So we really don't want to wait. We're like, yeah, no, this is this is pressing. Over. It's actually it, it actually is pressing. It's it's you know that's one that's one thing about doing something like one time a week is like you know if something happens like the day after you record then. Mm-hmm. You got to wait a whole week to talk about it. And by then, something else has already happened. So, you know, uh, but yeah, dude, if you're following us on Twitch, uh, Zero Sundown, we appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. Um, you know, be looking out. We, we may record tomorrow again. I don't know. Uh, it just depends. I'm going to get with Peter and, and we can figure it out from there. But we will definitely be doing another episode this week on Twitch. Uh, just follow us. If you're listening to this on a podcast, um, our Twitch is Room2008ENT. So, um, download it or just go to you don't even have to have an account you can still go there and watch if you do have an account you can interact with us and and, uh talk to us in the chat and everything um if you're not following us on twitter or anything yet we are on twitter and instagram at room 2008 ent send us an email room 2008 ent at gmail if you have any interesting stories uh any serial killers we may have missed um you know that are famous or you know more underground kind of thing not as mainstream uh, you know, shoot us that way and have any interesting things y'all want to talk about. You know, several of the topics we did this month, uh, remote viewers sent us some, uh, sent us some and uh, covered them and, and, and went from there. So uh, definitely want to have an interactive experience on this. So follow us on everything. All our social media is the same from Twitch to Twitter. It's room 2008 ENT. What do you think about that, Lance? Loved it. So thanks, thanks everybody for hanging out with us. Yep. Subscribe. Zero uh, one again. Appreciate you hanging out. Uh, we will be back on here uh, sometime this week and uh, we are going to go over uh, some big tech stuff. That's probably what we're going to focus on is big tech. Uh, just <laughs> just being that we are, uh, you know, it's it's new. It's fresh. I got uh, sent a lot of stuff from Twitter, um, you know, some article or the big article, the big article that came out. Excuse me. I can't talk. Um, so yeah, we're really going to go into that and then, and we're banned. You'll never see us again. Right. We'll be banned probably. So, um, but yeah, with that, you know, we're going to head on out. Uh, this is going to post, uh, I'll probably uh, go ahead and put this video together, uh, probably tomorrow morning. It'll post on the podcast and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see everybody next time and go from there. You'll have a good night. Happy Halloween. Right. Yep. Happy Halloween room 2008 out. <laughs>